guys welcome back to she likes it hard my name is chastity i'm melissa and today we have a guest yeah he's back guys he's back <laughs> i'm back y'all <laughs> did a good job <laughs> yeah um, so you don't really talk much about who you are so tell yeah. them now who you are um well my name is jack uh, who i am let's see who, who i am <laughs> um you want to you want me to say like what i do for a living and stuff yeah like, like what because today like preview guys we're talking about financial literacy so tell right. them why you're even qualified to talk about this um, okay. tell them like hobbies that you like to do how old you are like all that kind okay. of stuff so i'm uh 33 years old i have a uh, finance uh, bachelor's degree from cleveland state university um about almost 14 years in the uh, financial industry uh, two different financial institutions so yeah a lot of background in financial literacy so cool cool what are some things that jacks likes to do <sighs> jack likes to do don't ask me because i'm not gonna do it i sing i'm not gonna sing what? chastity don't ask me to sing because i don't i, my, I love other <clears throat> people who sing because my voice might be a little scratchy Alyssa, i'm not singing no, I'm sorry. I was telling. I'm not yeah. singing. I know you're not. Um, I asked you like fifty thousand times to say. Oh, you never sing for Alyssa. I sang for her. I know you never sang for me. Okay, no. I got you. I got you. I know you heard you I'll sing like I'll do it. with music around. She'll post it. I'll do it. Whatever. Um. Oh, wait, you want so to do it right now? No, you want me not play right now. No. I can no, play a little instrumental. Right what you want? No. Which one? Or a beat like my voice. My voice a little raspy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Don't. Don't give him excuses. So I'm a I'm a gym rat. Let's see what else I like to do. Um, I mean that's really it. Like, okay. uh, yeah, that's really it. <laughs> Crazy. All right, I'm weak. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I know I heard you say that like obviously you're in the financial industry mm-hmm. and you gym rat. You seem like you have a lot going on. How do you stay motivated during those like? Um, I don't know. Like I'm, uh, I'm really big on like helping people. So always giving people uh, sound advice with anything in life. If I can relate to it, I, I always love to, you know, give a little input if it's asked for. Sometimes people talk to you and they don't want your two cents. They just want you to listen. So if people, people tend to ask for my feedback um, because they respect my perspective or whatever. So I appreciate that. I don't take it for granted. Um, so yeah, I just it's. It's just come from a place of love, honestly. It's easy to keep it balanced. Oh, I love it. All right, Alyssa, give us the hard ass. All righty. So oh, this boy. one is short and simple. It <laughs> says, hi, Alyssa and Chastity. Hello. Um, what's y'all's take on the topic of men dating for looks and personality being an afterthought? Mm. So do you do you even think that men usually consider personality like afterwards and they're fo- really focused on looks? Like if they say, oh, I let go of a great girl and she had an amazing personality type of deal afterthought or what do you mean like when you are out here looking for a woman when you're going on dates like the first thing you are focused on is how does she look not what what's her personality i'm so glad you asked me this (laughs) oh i'm so glad you asked me this because i i believe i believe that people don't tell the truth when it comes to this because it's natural for anybody, right? So mm-hmm. we all have senses. We have sight and we have smell and we have taste. When you first see someone, what draws you to them? Their looks. What you sure. see. Because you see them. You've never talked to them. Mm-hmm. Talking to someone opens the door to get to know their personality. So mm-hmm. I have a, 
a coworker of long term. We used to work together. She said, "Oh, Jack, looks don't matter." I said, "That's a lie." <laughs> she said, "No, it's not." I said, "That's a lie. A hundred percent a lie. That's a like. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. That that's a lie." Mm-hmm. How did you stumble upon this person? Well, his personality is amazing, right? But that's like I was talking on on another episode about the steps. That's step like two. You get to know their personality. Step one is you see them. And you're like, oh, what's up with that guy? What's up with that girl? Like you see them. So what you see entices you. It attracts you. So, yeah, no, looks <laughs> looks are step one. It's definitely okay. step one. Chelsea, what's your take on it? Oh, yeah, looks definitely matter. What? <laughs> it matters. Um, Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to matter. I mean, like, I feel like it expects a lot of aspects in your relationship anyway to like to be physically attracted to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's just like the bare minimum of yeah. what what I feel yeah. a relationship is. Yeah. And so, like, honestly, for me, if I wasn't attracted to my person, I don't know how I could get to mm-hmm. the next steps. Yeah. yeah, the bigger steps for mm-hmm. sure. It goes beyond that initial movement you're talking about sexual interactions years and years down the road but you're mm-hmm. not attracted to them how do you get aroused with the person that you're not attracted it doesn't make sense you're attracted to them uh-huh. you are you have to be but yeah and also people go through a lot of changes during like when you're dating them so like mm-hmm. when people get married people gain weight people lose weight mm-hmm. people have babies people like a lot of that comes mm-hmm. into so just have having a bare minimum yeah, yeah. that's important for me sorry i agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll tell you that i don't think it's just men that uh for date for looks versus personality i will say that you do have those instances where you end up falling in love with somebody and then they become more attractive to you because of their personality uh, yeah um yeah. That, but that's when you have that best friend type of relationship uh, that turns into a relationship. Like, right. that was my situation. Um, but I've also dated somebody, and I'm like, I stopped dating them because it was I just was not attracted to them, mm-hmm. and I felt bad. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was just, yeah. Yeah. it was like, it was nothing wrong with this person. I had a great personality, but I stopped dating them because they it just i was not that attracted to them um and i knew like down the line and we talked about this in i can't remember ch- changing people um i knew down the line i was going to be so focused on changing how he dresses changing how he, like cuts his hair like just random things that i knew wasn't even going to fix like his appearance mm-hmm. um and there was it's not like they were ugly or anything it's just i was not attracted to him but um yeah so i don't think it's just a men thing i think women do it too i, I clearly did it so yeah that's that's how we feel about it Awesome. All righty. Thanks for the question. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, even though I kind of already said it? Yeah. So, today we're going to be talking about financial literacy, hence our guest, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, Alyssa's going to tell us what exactly is financial literacy before we kind of take a hard dive. Yep. So, financial literacy is the ability to understand and effectively use various financial skills, including personal financial management, budgeting, and investing. The meaning of financial literacy is the foundation of your relationship with money, mm-hmm. and it, it is a lifelong journey of learning. A strong foundation of financial literacy can help support various life goals, such as saving for education or retirement, um, using debt responsibly, and running a business. Key aspects to financial literacy include knowing how to, I just read that, but creating a budget, planning for retirement, managing debt, and track personal spending. So mm-hmm. that's the definition mm-hmm. of Google. What's mm-hmm. your definition of financial literacy? Or do you think like that was a good 
Not you, Chastity. Sorry. That's not me, Jack. Me. Me. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's that's actually exactly it. Okay. That's exactly it. Uh it's just it's about the mindset around finances, right? So you have you gotta invest in with finances, you gotta save and you gotta spend in. Um, some people, when they start thinking about financial literacy and start thinking about financial management, they automatically go to like saving mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm, it's like, that's unrealistic. Like mm-hmm. You have to pay a car note and you have to pay the aluminum company and Dominion and all this type of stuff. You got to pay all these different companies mm-hmm. for gas and electricity and water and sewer. So it's about the, uh, it's just about the managing of how you earn, spend, save, and best. <laughs> do it all over again okay it's about all of those things but it has to be a hybrid conglomerate it just has to you have to do it all together it, it can't it can't one one shouldn't be done without the other three mm-hmm. um and it's it's different subtopics in in each one yeah um so and i like that you uh said that it encompasses all of these because i think a lot of times in the black community like we are behind when it comes to financial literacy because a lot of times we think that financial literacy is just either saving your money or becoming an entrepreneur to make a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. Like no one really talks about investment accounts like Roth IRAs or 401ks or like just planning for your future Mm because not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. So, I mean, you got to save up money for when you want to retire. You don't want to work for the rest of your life. So, um, yes, I love that you talked about it. It's not just about saving (laughs) money. Like it comes with a lot of things, y'all. Yeah. So what do you, in your opinion, what do you think is the biggest like mixed conception that people have about being financially literate? I know you talked about savings, but like, is there anything that you think is bigger than that? I do. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. It's a, on the episode before I talked about the gram. So it's, it's connected to the gram. It's getting the bag. Oh, that's financial literacy. I'm getting the bag. All right. But if you ask someone who's getting the bag, mm-hmm. if they have life insurance, mm. they're dumbfounded. Yeah. They're dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have life insurance. Oh. <laughs> well, how do I get... Well, you Google it first. <laughs> you Google it first. Google you actually, friend, you actually care about it. You Google it first. <laughs> yeah. And then you call and you get a quote like you would home. Like, what? it's more than just getting the bag. But Instagram has polluted the mind so much that financial literacy is just about getting money. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people think about Oh, getting the money is important, but how much money do you keep, mm-hmm. right? How much money do you keep in savings? Yeah. How much money do you invest? Mm-hmm. How much money are you spending? They just <laughs> focus on, I'm getting the bag. Right, but how much of the bag do you have left at the, <laughs> end, of the, at the end of the 30-day period, sir or ma'am? Like, it's, it's not just about getting the bag, so, yeah. That would be it. So what, and I, I don't know if this was in that line. I should really be reading it, but um, go ahead, go ahead, what, go ahead. so you said, how much are you spending? How much are you saving? How much are you investing? What is the healthy number of like, this is how much I should spend versus save. This is how much my rent or mortgage should be. Like what, what are these healthy numbers? Okay. So the, the honest, the honest truth is there is no healthy number. Okay. Because income is going to be different from you to me, to me, to you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, um, Expenses are going to be different from you mm-hmm. to me to you. So I could earn 20000 but my expenses are only this much a month. Mm-hmm. But you could earn 300000 and your expenses are 
35,000, you know, so like the numbers are different. It's never going to be a streamline. Oh, you should be saving 30% of, no, that's not, that's not <laughs> interesting. Cause yeah. usually people say you should be, uh, saving like 20% of your income and or spending this amount. Like, so you're saying people should throw that away. Some, some people get a certain amount of money a month, a fixed income, right? So we're uh-huh. talking, let's just talk elderly social security. Okay. They get a certain amount a month. They can't save 20% because their expenses. Yeah are over they're, they're going to cut into that 20 percent mm-hmm. but they have to pay those expenses that's a necessity yeah they're not at sex <laughs> they're not at the mall they're not no they are literally paying the gas company and the electric company and the water and the, the rent or the mortgage they have a fixed income so you can't tell someone and it's just what i believe my philosophy in life with everything we would ever talk about if i was you know i come back Everybody has an individual report card. There is no, you're supposed to do this. You Uh can't tell me that I'm supposed to do that because my life is not your life. And my story is not your story. My income is not your income. My background is not your background. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to income, it's such a volatile subject, especially when you like start talking about things like investing. Mm -hmm. The market literally is topsy-turvy, up and down, crisscross. You can't tell me that I'm supposed to be acting exactly how you're supposed to be acting because the money that you make is different from the money I make. Mm-hmm. You have no kids and I have four kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm married and you're not. Mm-hmm. Like it's so many different variables when it comes to finances that there is no one streamlined way of how you are supposed. Uh, that word gets to me. You're supposed to do this. <laughs> you're not supposed to do anything. You're, it's based on you uh-huh. and you have to know that you can't listen to somebody else telling you that because they're telling you based off of their story and their mm-hmm. story is their income, their background and, and all of that, all of those different variables. So, okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. I wasn't <laughs> sure. You I know. So I know you touched. You talked about like, oh, some people have this going on. Some people have this going on. So what if, what do you say for somebody who's like struggling with debt or like trying to make better financial decisions, but they have a ton of debt like holding them back right now? Um, it depends on the situation. So uh, I have a lot of clients who have a lot of debt, but they have kids. So let's we'll talk from that standpoint right now. Let's say you have a lot of kids and you have a lot of debt. Well, income tax time, if you're working, it's going to be nice for you because you have all these write-offs for children. (laughs) So you'll get back a nice chunk. What's your intent? Are you looking to stump for the grant? (laughs) (laughs) You have a lot of beef with the grant. Oh, I do. I do. I don't like Instagram because of how... Well, you know what? I don't like... Let me not say that. I don't like when people use it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I got you. And how it pollutes the minds of gullible ignorant people right because mm-hmm. when you're ignorant you don't know any better and you see this and you think that yeah. but that's another subject <laughs> but what is your intent with what you want to do with the money that you get right because you get this big chunk of money every year come january february march depending on what time you get your taxes back do you want to restore your credit do you want to build it do you want to rebuild it um do you want to buy a home do you want to pay this debt off this it just depends on your mindset. Um, so many people, when it comes to credit versus like banking income, like, oh, how much money, how much cash I have on hand, they think that one is better than the other when they actually, you need both. Okay. 
You need both because you're not. You're always not going to have cash on hand, and the cash on hand is not always going to be beneficial to the situation that you're trying to be uh, considered for, like a mortgage. Oh, okay, I got you. You know, a mortgage. I'm doing a mortgage right now. They ask for asset statements, so I have my investment account for Fidelity. I have things in S and P 500. I have. A stock plan from when i used to work there it's a lot of things that i have but they want that and then they want to know how much you make (laughs) so they want your income Mm -hmm. and your assets they also want your liabilities right Mm -hmm. so if i have a car loan in my name for someone else they want to know that you're not paying that car loan but that person is but it's in your name so we'll consider that but we need to make sure we can prove that you're not paying it Okay. So like so many people think that, oh, that is, oh, I got cash, and, but my credit is 480. Well, we got a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> we got a really big problem here. I, it doesn't matter that you have $100,000 in the bank. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Unless you're going to go buy cash for this and you don't need credit. Yeah. But most people don't want to use their on-hand cash, which is understandable. But mm-hmm. that's why credit and cash go hand-to-hand because you're always going to run into that. Who wants to buy a house and pay $360,000 cash money. I'm not doing it unless I hit the lottery. I might not even do it then. <laughs> so, yeah, they go hand in hand. I don't know. Did I answer the question? I yeah. just want to make sure. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure I answered the question because, yeah. So, for somebody who's, like, for starting out, like, this is their first, like, consistent income, something like mm-hmm. that, what, how, what are your first steps you should be taking? What, what do you think you should do first? Um, budget. Budget and and with budgeting goes and um, a lot of people don't consider it, but budgeting you have to uh, you have to cut out unnecessary baggage. Uh, maybe you have something that you're paying a subscription or something that you don't need, <laughs> and you know you don't need it, mm-hmm. right? so you need to cut it out. Yeah, like I don't care if it's ten dollars a month. <laughs> like, you need to cut it out because. You know what people don't realize? Ten dollars a month is one hundred twenty dollars a year, and it's two forty times two, and it's and I can keep going and keep mm-hmm. going and keep going. But the reality is, after three years, you've been paying this unneeded subscription, and when you say to yourself, "Man, if I wasn't paying this, this would still be in my account," mm-hmm. that's the reality people come to too late. Yeah, too late because they don't have people in the area saying, "Hey, listen, <laughs> you don't need to be doing that right now." Like, why? Why are you paying that? You don't. You don't even use it. Like, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you're first coming on, you need to be focusing on necessities. What do I what do I have to pay? Right. I can't go without electricity and I can't go without gas and I can't go without this and that and car note and rent. So you need to be paying that. And then at the end, you see the amount that you could save and you say, OK, I can keep this. But I don't know if this is the next question. <laughs> Instagram. Dude. It gets them every time. It gets them every oh, time. Lord. Or a friend who is who is misguided mm-hmm. and ignorant to financial literacy. And they say, girl, such and such having a sale. I'm not going to just hit on the girls. <laughs> the guys want to get a new fit because he want to go out and impress this chick. And that is somebody you get distracted, right? It's a distraction. It's not about who. It's not about the gender. It's a distraction mm-hmm. that hits your mind, the Internet, whatever it is. And it allows you to say, you know what? 
I I just say five hundred. I could spend two fifty. Can you? <laughs> Can you? Because you know what doesn't come into play, and I'm gonna stop after this and let you ask the next question. Rainy days. Rainy days don't come into play. And then we walk into rainy days, the and then there's a sad face. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll wait for the next question. No, and I 100% will no, second yeah. that. Like, because, mm-hmm. uh, which we call it, like, I think we talked about this before. Like, you never know, like, you might get a flat tire, and sometimes you got to change all four of your tires, and that's mm-hmm. like a few thousand dollars. Oh, god, um, so oh, like, depend on so the, like, and you, you might need that. And then, um, I just had to do that myself. Like, I told y'all that I was doing this thing where I wasn't eating anything that I didn't cook. Yes, it mm-hmm. was for health, but it was also me. I knew I was about to move out. And I Absolutely. need to get into this habit of I cannot eat out every single Absolutely. day. It's like expensive. I can't. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Like when I calculated how much money I spend a month, <laughs> I almost vomited. Oh, yeah, we I did talk so about this. Can, I, can so I interject real quick? Like, hey, I keep told going. him. I when told him you that. when you look at your year end or even your month to month, these credit cards, not these apps, they tell you, oh, I have this expense for a vehicle, and I have this expense for a restaurant, and I have this expense for this. Other and look at your restaurant. Mm -hmm. Look at your restaurant. People spend so much. Obviously, I'm in the fitness world, so I meal prep and things like that. But the money that is spent (laughs) on a day to day basis and a week to week and a month to month, year over year on lunch and breakfast, right? Because you eat before, you probably order that too. And then you order dinner because you're lazy. Let's just call a spade a spade. The money you spend in a day on food, the meal that you eat in one sitting and it's gone, right? Not when you go to the grocery store and you spend $100 and this food is going to last you mm-hmm. for weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. But you spend $100 in a day and the Tupperware that you that you that it came to your door in is in the trash, meaning it's gone. <laughs> that entire meal is gone. That hundred dollars is gone. Mm-hmm. The hundred dollars being in the freezer, or maybe fifty dollars of it being in the refrigerator, or twenty five being over here in the deep freezer. That's that's substance. Mm-hmm. Like that's valuable. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, like to. I'm going to add it to myself, too. (laughs) No, So my mom used to have, like, viewership of my account, like, Mm -hmm. when I first graduated out of college. And she was like, Chastity, you're spending all your money on food. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And so I did the little calculations. I said, oh. It is crazy. (laughs) It is crazy. (laughs) Get your heart attack. (laughs) I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I I was like, geez. And then it was like, it was such a huge number. It's like, you don't think about it because it's like, oh, I got to eat. Like, whatever. I got to eat. Eating is like a need for you. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to eat. It don't matter. I got to eat. And then you're just swiping, swiping, swiping. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you're going to spend $10,000 on But just imagine if you cut out this food that even if you go out to eat once a day and you spend $13 on that lunch, and then you also cut out the subscription, like, and then you also cut out like this excess gym membership maybe you only need the ten dollar planet fitness mm-hmm. planet fitness mm-hmm. membership not the twenty dollar like mm-hmm. it starts to add up and it's like yo <laughs> you can really fix your finances adding up what she yeah. just said it starts to add up yeah. see people look at transactions in the moment mm-hmm. so when you see fifteen dollars that means nothing and then you go to get gas and it's fifty dollars well like like and, and to chassis point 
I gotta get gas, and then you get the subscription. Well, I want to watch that to Alyssa's point, so it's ten dollars, <laughs> and that right. But how much are you at already? You probably don't know because you haven't even followed those numbers. Because that's the mindset. You don't mm-hmm. follow those numbers. It's like whatever. This here, this here, this here, this here. But before you know it, I was telling, watch another episode. Me and my bro Ronnie. <laughs> I told him. I said. I'm sick. He said, what's wrong? I said, I just paid a $4,500 credit card bill. He said, what? I said, I just paid a $4,500 credit card bill. And me and him go kick it all the time. You don't realize. Even right. And I'm telling you this from somebody who is a financially literate, educated person. Like, I'm grounded in this stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm an amazing saver. Don't get me wrong. But you... To, to these ladies' points, you will swipe and swipe and swipe, and your mind will say, well, it's a necessity. Whatever. You won't think about it. Yeah. You don't care how much it costs. Yeah. Just give me that. 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 You get that credit card bill, and you're like, who the hell stole my credit card? And started swiping. I told him. I said, bro, somebody stole my credit card. He said, nah, brother. That's all I drink it. Because we be outside kicking it. You do not understand how fast it adds up. But Everybody is not in the same boat, right? You mm-hmm. you want to, for me mostly, I like to set an example for people. I'm going to spend how I spend based on my income and my account and my you know, savviness and all of that type of stuff. But I just always have to encourage people like, listen, you cannot keep up with the Joneses out here. Like, don't get outside and start trying to keep up with the Joneses. You might not need to be outside. <laughs> you might need to be inside. You can't afford outside. Yeah, yeah. Outside is expensive. It is. It is very expensive. It is. Um, mm-hmm. You can party at home. You can buy <laughs> bottles at home. It's way cheaper. But I just, it, it's so many, like for me, it's so many different variables that goes into this financial literacy because every single ind- individual situation is so different. I can never approach a situation where somebody's saying, hey, Jack, I need advice on, you know, this and get my credit together and get my savings together. I have to I have to listen to them first because mm-hmm. I don't know what background you're coming from. I don't know your savings. I don't know your income. I don't know none of that. But I can make a I can make a solid plan for anybody on any level, moderate income, low income, high mass affluent income Mm -hmm. i have i've done it in my last almost 14 years in the business so yeah it's a it's it's crazy (laughs) world it's a crazy world (laughs) Uh, that's funny before we move on to the next question i did want to dive a little deeper into and ask you a little bit more about um people who are newer um into their new fixed income role because i i consider myself to have financially literate parents um but when i had my first job you got this whole thing to fill out with benefits. It's, it's asking about 401k. It's asking about life insurance. It's asking you um, just about like, what is it? Like burial, burial insurance or mm-hmm. um, yeah. beneficial, like all this stuff is getting thrown at you and you don't really know about it. Like I literally asked my mom, I said, do I need to invest in this 401k? What is this for? <laughs> like, do I get to keep the money? Like, how does this work? Um, so for those people that don't have somebody to help them through this, like when they are getting this stuff thrown at them for their first job like what should they be doing should they be investing in these 401ks how much of their paycheck should they be investing like all that so that depends and to my point i just said it it depends on their situation so it's funny that you bring that up during the pandemic i talked to some people and they said (laughs) this is funny they said jack I know what you told me about that 401k, but the hell with that 401k. <laughs> I need my money now. <laughs> like, so 
the world was going through a state of like crisis to where people were thinking, I ain't gonna even see the days of the 401k. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pull back. I've been putting in 6%. I'm gonna start putting in too. I can use that 4% <laughs> right now. They then hike them chicken wings and all type of stuff. Yes. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like I need to buy groceries. They cost more and I get it. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on the situation. When, when you first get into it, if we talking on a common, a common scope where we're not talking about a, a coronavirus, any, any mm-hmm. other type of pandemic that's happened in the world. Um, Absolutely. Put into your 401k. Okay. Because you want to retire. That's mm-hmm. the, and you got a plan for what you want to do. You want to retire. So you put into the 401k. Um, you don't have to put in an amount that everybody else is doing. But again, never take from, you can talk to other people and you hear what they're saying, but that doesn't mean you do what they're saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. like you just hear it and you, you got to, you, you got to make it fit for you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you do 10%, but you're also rich and you drive this type of car and it's just giving me a synopsis that you got it. I don't have that. Like, my muffler about to fall off. So, <laughs> I need to, I'm, I'm going to do 4%. Like, I'm going to do 6% less of what you're doing because this might fit me. And you, it's all, you play it by ear. You know, see how it's going. Okay, they're taking mm-hmm. it a lot. I could use this amount of money. You call your HR department. Okay, if I put in this, they still going to match. Oh, they can match whatever you put in. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So you just do what you can. Um, did you want me to go into like savings too or just like 401k? Um, you can go into savings too if you want what to. You should, you should always save if you can. Okay. Always save if you can. Um, the, the toxic mindset of the world is to spend it just is America. <laughs> I don't know about the world. It just America. is like you're going. You 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 say you say spend. I used to um my first marriage. I think my ex wife said, "Yeah, my mama said you save a little and you spend a little." I said, "Well, maybe you don't got to spend nothing. You <laughs> always spend." I said, "Okay, all right, okay," and I left it at that. But like. That's the mindset of some people, I mm-hmm. believe. Like, they just feel like, oh, I get paid, I got to spend something. Mm-hmm. Why can't you save it all? Um, it was a story that came out. I forget how many years ago that was. Maybe, what is this, 2023? Maybe it was 2020. Maybe it's 2019. But a couple had $250,000 in college debt, and they paid it off in two years. Oh, wow. Two years. Cash money paid it off. Wow. <laughs> and part. Uh, you know, uh, different uh, variants of that story came out different details, and it was, oh yeah, well, you know, we found sometimes weeks we was eating ramen noodles and you know just ground ground turkey, and that's what we had for dinner. And but they're also two, what what were they technicians or doc? I forget what it was. I don't, I don't know if it was doctors technicians. A higher paying. Job. It was an extremely yeah. higher paying uh, uh, area of work, and in two years they paid out two hundred fifty thousand dollars of college debt that they both had. Mm-hmm. And now they could, now they could live. I would say to them, kudos because I guarantee they weren't trying to keep up with social media, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're trying to keep up with social media, you don't. First off, social media is not going to show you the downside of life. It's going to always show you the upside, which is toxic for the gullible, ignorant <laughs> people who look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's how you know it. No. <laughs> you have no idea. They went through a year of the mud. So you don't see the mud on here. You see. Oh, week. I just said this. <laughs> you don't see the mud. You see all the lights and you see all the glamour. And you just mm-hmm. see the, 
you see the beautiful side of this whole thing. You don't understand the grind of it. So it puts a false, uh, a false mentality inside of people for the, the start. Like, okay, this is how I get to it. No, it's not. No. But yeah, to the, to the point of that, like they sacrifice. Yeah. Um, they sacrifice to do that. It doesn't, it's not always going to be peachy trying to get to, but, but it took financial literacy, right? <laughs> it's not going to be peachy always trying to get to the, the debt free zone and the living the life. Now they're making tons of money. I haven't followed their story. I don't know if they have kids or not, but whatever it is, they're, they don't have $250,000 yeah. in debt. Okay? Good. <laughs> so I, I will be great with that. Mm-hmm. Like all my money is my money now. Yeah. Um, and I took a page from their book, paying <laughs> off college out of pocket. I took a page from their book, working for a company that will help pay for some. So, yeah, it's uh, when you first get into it, you you got to make sure your plan fits you. Mm-hmm. Whether you're talking about saving, you're talking about investing, you're talking about spending, whatever it is, all of them, all four are going to go into play. What you earn, what you spend, what you save, what you invest. They aren't going to play. But your plan, it, it fits you individually because no nobody's going to make you're not going to talk to somebody and you say let's say you make 78,500 they're not going to say oh i make 78,500 too oh my rent is 1200 mine is too my car note is 600 mine is too they're not going to say that so y'all not going to match on every level so when you asked me before let's about the number and the percentage mm-hmm. there is no number of percentage i tell people all the time bring me if you, oh Jack, I want you to help me with my budget. I want you to help me save. I want you to get my credit together. So you want ha- you want me to help you holistically in a financial sense? Yes. Okay. Bring me. We are gonna do an hour meeting. Come to me. I have your income numbers ready. Mm-hmm. I want to know how much you how much your expenses are a month. Car note, light, get all this stuff. And I need to know income as long as you comfortable disclosing that to me and you know that this is only between me and you per my job like i can't violate that type of stuff mm-hmm. so as long as you know it's between me and you you're comfortable i can get you on the right plan but i can never base it right i gotta have an individual meeting with everybody i can't yeah. base it off <laughs> oh i told myra this and i'm gonna tell jesse this because my i told myra this so yeah you just do it myra you and myra got two different stories <laughs> mm-hmm. myra made great money but he got 10 kids and you make great money and you got no kids. Yeah. So y'all story is going to look different. So I'm glad you mentioned that you sit down and have meetings and talk to people. I don't think a lot of people know or a lot of young people know that you can go to banks once you have a certain amount of money. At least the bank that I <laughs> am yeah, with. Yeah. You have to have a certain amount of money. Um, but you can go to them and talk to a financial advisor and they will sit down and go through all this stuff with you. So if you are serious about wanting to get your finances mm-hmm. straight, I I personally would recommend going to a financial advisor. I haven't talked to one yet because <laughs> I'm waiting until <clears throat> this one will help me. Uh, um, but pressure. I don't have to pay for it. Pressure. But, um, it's yes, free. I will say. <laughs> it's oh, it free consultation. It is. Oh, okay. It is. Well, yeah. I would say that that's a service that's available. So make sure you utilize that. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like life is about balance and clearly you can like save 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 but mm-hmm. obviously there's people like who are just entering like you know the young people coming in they have money they're saving they're saving they're saving how what are some tips do you have for people who are trying to save but also have like a little bit of fun in their mm-hmm. life um obviously i know you're saying you shouldn't spend or don't have to spend all the time but like how do you what is a way for you to find like a good balance there um i would say 
First rule of thumb, do not base the balance off of social media. <laughs> oh, my God. I know you guys are like, oh, my God, this guy hates social media. I Listen, if you really think about it, when it's used for the wrong reasons, it's a big pollution to the mindsets of the people in the world. Like, I keep speaking about it because people don't speak enough about it. So, I like to speak overly we'll about it. We'll have like, you back for an episode to talk about how toxic social pollution, media like, Clearly, we call him for the wrong <laughs> Yeah, it, it, the, the, you want to spend and save. So, there's a balance, but there's a balance based off of your situation. When you look at social media, you are comparing somebody else's situation. That's not yours. Most times, people are looking at celebrity worlds, right? You're looking at where they are now. You're in the mud. They're on the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. But you're comparing the two. They're two different situations. Because you see the top of the hill on their page. You see the chains and you see the 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 money and you see the houses and you see the cars you are not in that state so you're measuring yourself to unrealistic measurement like you can't <laughs> if this isn't the probability of you re, like you hitting that right now based on what you make and what they make y'all y'all are unbalanced mm -hmm. stop doing that yeah what are you trying to accomplish you gotta ask yourself it's it's really good to de uh, and a lot of people talk about detoxing themselves from social media because it really is it pollutes their mind with a lot of stuff like especially when it comes to money because that is what do what do songs talk about right what do rappers talk about getting money mm -hmm. and what do you see on social media getting money yeah and what do people look like like they're getting money when in reality <laughs> you have no idea you have no idea so it what are, if you're trying to spend you're trying to have a healthy balance of spending and saving. Mm -hmm. What are your expenses, right? Are you calling a financial advisor and saying, hey, I'm going to come in. I want to go over my budget. I want to make sure I'm hitting my budget every month. I got a whatever New Year's resolution that I'm going to make sure I stay on top of my finances this year. Mm -hmm. Are you really taking the steps or are you immature and on Instagram and trying to level up to other people? Like you really got to say that to yourselves. Like what is your what's your who's your idol with this? Like what is your idol? Who what? What's your end game? I'm trying to get to this. Mm -hmm. How? Well, I got a friend who's a financial advisor at the bank, and I'm going to go and talk to him because he's told me he has success with fixing people's credit, and I got crap credit. I don't know nothing about it. I've had friends who are very prideful, mm -hmm. and they have said, Jack, I know nothing about credit. <laughs> and I've said, wow, I would have never thought you would say that, like because you're not that type of person to say that. But... They've said that to me, and I'll say, listen, we can deep dive into it. They're like, I'm totally ignorant. I need you to take me from A to Z on it. And I'm like, I would love to. <laughs> and this person, this particular person, his credit is phenomenal now. And all I did was tell him to pay his stuff off. Like, I don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. yeah. I don't reinvent the wheel with this stuff. I just tell him what it is. Like, okay, come in. We're going to pull up Credit Karma, right? Credit Karma is not going to give you your accurate credit score. It's not. It's a it's it's a range. It could be in between 10 to 45 for 50 points from what it really is. That's just the truth about Credit Karma. But I'll say it will give you your accounts that you owe money on. So let's pull it up to see what accounts you owe money on. Mm -hmm. Okay, you owe this, 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 and this. I have called creditors for people, and they've sat in my office, and I'll say... 
Okay, so they owe six hundred. Uh, she can only settle for three forty. All right, give me one second, and they'll come back on and say, "Okay, so how can they pay the three forty? And that person will be looking at me like, "How did you just do that? I didn't reinvent the wheel, <laughs> but you didn't know that you could settle a debt, and it will report as a fully paid credit file." To Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, the three major credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. You didn't know that because that wasn't your that wasn't your priority. You you were thinking you were prioritizing everything else. You were trying to keep up with the Joneses and look like this and think people you had that think make people think you had this. It's not important. Mm -hmm. What's important is you literally getting your finances in order. So you want to be rich. Clearly, you want to be rich based on your. Attitude towards Instagram, you can get you can get to being rich, but the way that you're trying to get to it is not gonna happen. Yeah, like you got to be realistic about this thing. Like you got to pay off your debts, mm -hmm. and the new debts that you form, you got to pay them on time, mm -hmm. and you got to make these three credit bureaus know that you're responsible, and you can get whatever you want, cash, credit, you can get whatever you want. Yeah. So it is. I don't know. The balance has to come from. It's just a sincere place in the heart. Like, mm -hmm. are you trying to spend and save? Because you got to do both. Yeah. So. And to touch on the balance and also his hatred for Instagram. No, um, no, I don't hate Instagram. I don't no, hate Instagram. I'm not a fan of Instagram either. Me and Chastity had a whole conversation about this yesterday. Like, this exact conversation. Just but um, just to, like, uh, give y'all just a little scenario. When I graduated college, um, my focus was save, 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 save. I was making any sacrifices just to save money because I knew at some point... I was going to make a year all about me so that I can travel. Mm -hmm. And it was, well, I was going to spend some of the money that I was saving, but I was also mostly just going to not be saving for real because I was going to be using that money to travel. And that was what I did last year. Um, and I just literally like didn't save a dime. Like I was just traveling, <laughs> but that's something I could do because I did have that balance early on. And I knew that this was a goal that I was getting to. Um, mm -hmm. So just know what your, what your reasoning is behind why you are trying to save. Like, is it just for your future? Because then you might not need to save as much as you do. But I knew for this whole year, I was just going to be blowing <laughs> money. So mm -hmm. I need to really be buckling down and saving. So this is my reset year, though, guys. So we're back on track. I'm a week. Reset year. <laughs> okay. So, so you mentioned, like, um, using Credit Karma, the, like, see accounts that you may owe money on and things mm -hmm. like that. Alyssa talked about financial advisors through, like, your banker, things like that. What mm -hmm. other resources would you recommend for somebody trying to gain more financial literacy um to be honest you really don't you really don't have to go any further than that the it's so funny to me i will talk to i, I work in uh which is a predominantly mass affluent area which mass affluent is means rich mm -hmm. in the banking terms like they that area has money mm -hmm. You will be surprised as to how many mass affluent clients walk in and say, Jack, I didn't know that. Jack, I didn't know that. But people think money buys brains. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're ignorant, you're ignorant to something. Ignorant doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you're you just don't know. Mm -hmm. um, you're not familiar with it. So um, it will be. <laughs> it's a touchy. It's a slippery. Mm, that's a slippery slope. Re just reset my mind. Ask me again. Ask me again. <laughs> I gotta find out the right way to say this. Ask me again. What are some resources besides like financial advisors? Like if you don't have 
the Access. money to be yeah. able to get to because like i said this financial advisor said you need to have this amount of money so i can start helping you invest like if you don't if you just want to start somewhere and financial advisors is not the route you were trying to go where where can you go what are so the, okay all right so i got it so the reality is you might not be able to this to your point sometimes you can't right those four things right earn spend save invest they go hand in hand, but you can't do all of them at the same time. You said this is my reset year. Mm-hmm. You can't do all of them at the same time. Right now, I'm buying a house. I'm a golden saver. Like, I can save tons of money. <laughs> and I have investments that are successful. And I, But you can't do everything all the time. Maybe sometimes you can, but you got to know which... You gotta know which period of life that you're in. Like, what are you doing? Like, right, the house that I'm buying, I have, um, I have like cosmetic renovations that I want done, and their preference, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody come over to my house right now and be like, "Oh, this is perfect. I'm moving in here," but I want it to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "No, I want this done, and I'm spending this money." <laughs> oh, Jack, it's gonna be twenty five thousand. Well, I'm spending twenty five thousand because I want it done. Yeah. So like. You got to know what, what frame of, of life that you're in. Right now, the, the whatever, the, 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 um, the employer is constantly contributing this amount to the 401k. And my company is, is matching that amount. But I'm going to spend this money. Like, my spending is going to be higher because I want to spend and get this done to the house. Mm-hmm. So, my saving right now, just for these months, is going to be a little limited. It's not going to be what I typically would do. Mm-hmm. But after it's done... That's my reset period. Mm-hmm. Everybody, reset periods happen all the time if you care about your finances. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reset periods should happen all the time. If reset periods not happen all the time, you not financially savvy, you not financially well, you not financially literate. You're not. Because mm-hmm. you should always be resetting. Because it's a come up period, right? Me and I mentioned Ronnie earlier, my brother was on the other episode. Like, we like to go on trips. Well, we got we can't go on trips January, February, March, April. No, brother, we got to, <laughs> we got to pump these brakes. We need to reset a little bit. Like, let me come up for two months, then we can reset for the next. You know, but mm-hmm. you can't keep doing that. So, um, yeah, it it is crazy how many people walk into the bank and they say, "Oh, I didn't know you got." And I'm talking like things that you would think that these people know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know y'all did that. I didn't know y'all do investments in here. What? I didn't know y'all would give us a free consultation on our budget. What you think we here doing? Why you think we here? But we any other resources? I will say I'm not gonna say there's no other resources, but start with those folks and find somebody you trust, right? Because mm-hmm. you can go to the bank and as um, <laughs> a relationship manager that been there for two weeks, I've been there for 13 years. <laughs> So it depends on what branch you walk in. Like I'm not, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Make sure you get an experience on what you need. Get different opinions, like you would an estimate on anything. You don't just get one and just roll with it. You want to see you get the best deal. Um, but other resources, those people have a lot of knowledge. People in the bank got a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're savvy and on credit and saving and investing. We have all those people right there in the bank. So the bank is the best place to start. And from there, if you need further guidance, which we highly, you won't need guidance. You might need to go to a different, maybe Merrill Lynch will give you a better rate. But mm. guidance, 
Yeah. We gave you the guidance because mm-hmm. we told you, okay, we giving you 2.3. Merrill Lynch offering 4.5. You might want to go holler mm-hmm. at them, you know? Yeah. So we give you the guidance right there at the bank. And if, if they if they real, <laughs> they going to tell. I tell people all the time, like, yeah, our car loan was a little high. You might want to go. <laughs> I want to go back to the dealership, brother. I'll, you might not want to do it here. But, yeah, I like to I like to treat people how I want to be treated. Like, tell me the truth. Don't just try to give me a deal because you work for this company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't think you got to go no further than that. If, if it's real people, they're going to give you real advice. Um, and if all else fails, you know, hit these ladies up and find me. Fifty <laughs> people. <laughs> um, I will say there's a lot of people out there that do podcasts or YouTube that are trying to like help people be financially literate. And um, just like you said, there are people that have been doing this for years. People who are educated on this don't just trust what you hear on the internet. Um, and not just social media. We're talking, well, I guess YouTube and podcasts or social media, but like somebody who has a podcast that fix their finances, that does not mean that they know how to manage finances or mm-hmm. are financially literate. I knew how to fix my finances, but I'm not, I don't consider my fa- <laughs> myself financially literate. So if you are looking into those kinds of things, go that extra mile to take care of your money. Cause we mm-hmm. talking money here, go that extra mile to go to the bank and get that help that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is going to be my last question before we like wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So I, you're talking about investing, invest, invest, invest. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you start on investing? I hear like it's everywhere. People are telling you invest, invest in mm-hmm. blah blah blah, invest in this. So how do you know which like direction to go? How do you know which investment is like right for you? Uh, you can always start with a uh, small thing. So right, C- CDs at a bank. They're all over the place right now. CD. So a CD is a certificate of deposit. Okay. Certificate of deposit means this money you're going to lock up for this period of time. And at the end, you're going to get this interest. So you put in a CD of $100,000 and our rate is 4.5. You're going to have this interest at the end. And, And the term is 12 months. Okay. So at the end of a year, you're gonna have your hundred thousand plus the four point five percent attached onto it, and you can draw it out. You got a what's the grace period on those things? Ten days, ten day grace period to come in and draw it out, or it's gonna roll into another one. The rate might be the same, the rate might not be. But those are like CDs are the most like minute, uh, and I won't even say minute. Because you can make a lot of money on CDs. That's like a way to get your Oh, yeah. You can make a lot of money on CDs. It just depends on the rate. Mm -hmm. But if you just want to go bank side, you don't want to get into the market, S&P 500. I know these terms are a little, you know, foreign. But, like, you don't want to get deep into Wall Street and what the market is doing and all these different companies. S&P 500 is a mixture of 500 different successful companies that rates go up and down every day. And they heavily involved in Wall Street and what the market is doing. You don't want to get into that type of stuff, which is a volatile market. Volatile meaning it could be up, it could be down. It's it's pretty crazy. It's kind of like a yeah, it's kind of like (laughs) an unstable woman or not. not, Let me stop. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Both of us was like, (laughs) hold on. Unstable person. Let me say person. Let me say person. Unstable person. Cleveland weather. Whatever you want to attach it to, like it's just up and down all the time. It's it's volatile. Like you don't know what it's gonna do. you want to go something safe, go into a CD. It's safe. It's guaranteed. You're going to get 4.5% for a year. You put in 100000 You guaranteed to make this. And at the end of the 12 months, you take it out and you good. It's no risk. You get into the market, S&P 5, that type of stuff has risk. 
our 401k is at risk. We saw that yep. during the pandemic. For like, sure. it shoots <laughs> all the way down, and you're like, oh, my God, I lost 30 grand. <laughs> and you're like, when is it going to come back up? Like, you're in the market with your 401k. So, a lot of, that's why a lot of people, as my point earlier, people were like, oh, no, I'm, I'm putting in 8%, and I'm getting matched 8%, but I don't even know what's about to go on with the world, and right? I'm acting like we all about to die. So, I'm about to just put in 2%, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to get my other 6 back in my paycheck. Because they want the money now, and they want to do stuff now, and, you know, cost of living is going up now. So, I get it. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it all depends. It all depends. It's not a... It's just not a streamlined thing when they come to finances and investing and saving and none of that. It's all... It just okay. depends on the situation. All right. All right. Well, I lied. I do have another question. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> Me here personally, for it. Me personally, I didn't write this down. <laughs> so, obviously, we're like recession territory right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... What so what is a piece of advice that you would give, I guess to me, because I'm asking the question of how to maintain what you already have or what you're going through? Because like recession is unpredictable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what is some what is a what am I saying? What is a good way to kind of navigate through that? Um, Always maintain rainy day. All right. Always maintain rainy day. I mean, there's um, nothing else to yeah, that. Yeah. Rain, yeah. Rain, and rain, rainy day means different things for different people, different families. Um, rainy day can mean I have a. I never. I never go through any hardships, or I find myself blessed and favorable enough by God to not be going through crazy hardships. But my family always hit me up for money, <laughs> so my rainy day fund is for my family. <laughs> like you know, whatever my rainy day fund is. I swear everything going good, but I pop a tire. Everything going good, and the transmission go out. Everything going good, and the ceiling fall in. Like, whatever. Like, I don't know what your rainy day is, but you got to maintain rainy day because so many people, so many people spend their money on things that don't mean anything. I'm getting to, like, the, I ain't even going to say it because they're going to ask me what's my, y'all going to ask me what's my little takeaway from here. Y'all guys, my takeaway, and y'all yeah. gonna ask me my yeah, your hard truth and your unsolicited advice. And my unsolicited yeah. advice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna touch on that, but yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. gotta maintain rainy day. Rainy, rainy day, day is important. super. It's super important. Mm-hmm. It's just so you can because you never, you just never know. Literally, you ride into work innocently <laughs> and you ride over a nail. Mm. And like yeah. you said earlier, tires are like. I, I, like, are you kidding me? A yeah. tire cost this much, when we were, and four right, tires cost this place. much. This is insane. Yeah. Like, and, and then they, oh, you need all four. How? <laughs> I'm like, man, like, what? What are you talking about? Like, but you just never, you never know. Your rainy mm-hmm. day could be so many for so many different reasons, and it's so we're adults, right? We got so many different aspects of life. Like we, I named the Illuminating Company and Demand and Water and Sewer. That's just those are just like utility companies right you got so many other things that go into play like y'all doing the spy guys right now like y'all got expensive you know what i'm saying technology that goes into this stuff like rainy rainy day is my rainy day it's not based on anybody else it's based Mm -hmm. on my rainy day so yeah you always got to maintain rainy day no matter what you're doing that's like a priority so all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Of course. <laughs> um, before we close out, obviously, we got to hear what is your hard truth? Hard truth, my takeaway. Um, stay focused on your report card. Stay focused on your report card. Um, 
In school, you get a report card with your name on it. It don't matter what nobody else did in that class, how good they did, how well they excelled, how well they how well they failed. It doesn't matter. It just matters about what you did. Mm-hmm. Life is an individual report card. Your finances is an individual report card. Because I promise you, when you go down and you don't have no money, you go down and you don't have no money. <laughs> it ain't no group. It ain't no friends. It ain't these people you kick it with. It's just you. And you're going to find yourself reaching out to those people. And you might find yourself, right? You might find yourself, unfortunately, reaching out to those people and not being able to get help because they down just like you. Um, it can be so many different unfortunate situations. So always focus on you. Don't ever try to keep up with the Joneses that much to where. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Because, right, the Joneses might be putting on a facade that you think is 100 and it's really not. So keep yourself afloat all the time. Keep you don't want to just be right above the water. You want to get above and above. Mm-hmm. And, well, you got room to lag. Something happened. You're like, all right, whatever. I can handle it. I ain't, I ain't at sea level yet. <laughs> you just want to keep yourself up. Keep going up. Um, yeah, that's my hard truth. Okay. Stay focused. You want me to go? Yep. Um, so my hard truth is please save but enjoy your money. And the reason I say that is, and I mentioned this on the podcast before, um, I got laid off pretty early in my career. Mm. And one of the things that after I found a job i found a job very quickly actually they offered me a job in another area but um from that moment on i always said i never want to have to worry about what am i going to do so and when you work in corporate when you work for other people just in general um you could they could lay you off tomorrow and you don't want to be out here struggling so please save your money but also enjoy it Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. so my hard truth i said balance is hard but although balance is hard anything is possible <laughs> so mm-hmm. oh, that's all i wanted to end it on so what's your unsolicited advice because you made us wait for it <laughs> so when it comes to financial literacy i don't know it's just a lot of um it doesn't have to be about financial know, literacy no no but i oh, okay. mean it is okay. though it is okay, to that because uh i just and i'm gonna keep it real brief um it's like y'all yeah i know y'all laughing at me so i'll be talking my instagram <laughs> but um you gotta it it makes you spend it will make you spend a bunch of money that you don't have mm-hmm. because you looking at what you looking at what other people have and what they got on and you thinking you gotta do that and and you'd be surprised that in, in the industry the stories that I hear um about the people and what they did and how they got lost up and how they got caught up in their finances and how they drifted off. They was doing great and this, this, and that. And the credit got crazy because they swiped their card at this store and they just let it sit there and they forgot about it. And right, distractions. I'm just talking about distractions. The distractions of social media is so tough for real. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's super tough. Um, so my advice would be just like, don't name Chase. <laughs> don't name Chase clothes. <laughs> don't name Chase shoes. Mm-hmm. Name Chase you. <laughs> name chase you you want you want to love your account more than you love your closet yes. love your account more than you love your closet because they look at the designer shoes and they're like oh i got gucci this and guess what gucci rich but you ain't <laughs> louis rich but you ain't mm-hmm. prada rich but you ain't <laughs> so quit looking at which right because you're gonna put it in a dryer one day and it's gonna shrink baby and you ain't gonna be able to, you ain't gonna be able to fit it no more and it's dead now what is your value so the moral of this is your value you need to be self-assured you need to be confident your value is more than the name that you got on your shirt 
it's more than the name that you got on your shoes. What are you when when your heart and your mind is to build for your legacy? You trying to leave some? Um, you trying to leave whatever real estate, or you trying to leave a business? You trying to have generational wealth mm-hmm. for whatever black families, especially for us, like the things that we've been through in society. Like yeah. when you when that's your mindset and you're not worried about these names on your body, you got it. You winning. I don't care if you got five hundred dollars in your account. Mm-hmm. Versus the guy that got 50000 But he all looped up in Gucci and Louis and this, this, and that. You winning more than him. Because mm-hmm. you know you know the focus on your mindset. And you're going to get rich. Just stay focused. Do not be trying to name chase. Name chase your report card. Your name is greater than Gucci and Prada and Louis and all of that. Build your savings. Build your investments. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. And just keep going up. Yes. I Yay. love it. So we're ready to close it out. Real quick before we do close it out, I need you to tell everybody whose clothes you are wearing today because I know whose shirt that is. This is so. <laughs> if you watched the other episode that I was on. We'll was, be on another one. What was that episode? Uh, I haven't titled it yet. Yeah, so. I haven't. Whatever. When they title it. But <laughs> my boy Ronnie, mm-hmm. this is his brand, Legends. We doing some reconstruction of things, names and all of that. But this is a Legends t-shirt right here. And I, I, I wore it on purpose because, right, to my point of just talking about all these luxury uh, brands and things like that. Like, my best friend is luxury. Um, not, they, they, they luxury that have been around a long time, but my best friend is luxury. So, I could drop thousands of sacks on their stuff or I could drop thousands with him. Mm-hmm. I wanted y'all to see the level of whatever caliber wardrobe whatever it is right and it's just a t-shirt it doesn't matter but you got to show support for your people and that's what i'm saying like when you talk about your intent and your finances what are you putting your money towards you putting your money towards building somebody else that don't even know you Mm -hmm. right gucci don't know you louis don't know you Prada don't know you they don't know you but legends know me Mm -hmm. because he my brother so i wanted to wear that today um but yeah yeah you already know (laughs) You already we'll know. Put the Instagram to his apparel <laughs> site in the description as well. Um, but thanks for joining us again, Jack. For sure. Um, probably will have you on again soon because it sounds like you love it here. <laughs> um, but they dope, y'all. They really dope. They really dope. <laughs> and to you guys, thank you for joining us. If you are watching us on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a rating and or review. And if you would like to submit a hard ask, you can do so at she likes at hard podcast at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials. Um, we love you guys. Have a great rest of, we- of your week. I can't talk today, um, but we'll talk to you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Ciao.